So here's one way to measure the controversy surrounding any political issue. Just count the number of adjectives and adverbs that reporters and politicians use when they're talking about it. As the massive migrant caravan defiantly inches closer to the U.S. These men have been walking for days, part of their desperate journey north. A challenge that President Trump's own cruel and counterproductive policies have only deepened. We will begin working on an impenetrable, physical, tall, powerful, beautiful southern border wall. As it turns out, even journalists working on podcasts about numbers can fall into this trap. It's a pretty big number we're talking about. Well, you're an adjectives guy. Exactly. Uh, I'm a numbers guy. (laughs) The number is what it is. That is our resident numbers geek, Steve Ballmer, giving me a hard time about my use of adjectives. He's the former Microsoft CEO and the founder of our podcast partner, USA Facts. And as you might have guessed from our examples so far, we're going to be talking with Steve on this episode about the numbers behind immigration, including the implications for the U.S. population and economy. From GeekWire and USA Facts, this is Numbers Geek, the podcast where we use numbers to explore some of the biggest issues facing the country and the world. I'm GeekWire editor Todd Bishop. Stay with us for Immigration by the Numbers. Steve, this week we are starting with the number 1 million. And not many people out there may know this number, but it actually is at the center of something that all of us talk about. It is the net migration into the United States annually. Why is this number important? Well, it's the net increase from immigration. If you look at the population of the U.S., it's growing just over 2 million a year. About half of that comes from the fact that more people are born in the United States every year than die in the United States every year. That gives you some population growth. Uh, I think we probably all like that. It means we're living longer, uh, but it also means birth rates have come down. But that's about a million a year of, of growth in population. The other million comes from immigration in all forms, undocumented and documented immigration, people who are here uh, for full-time, uh, long-term working papers, people who are here on temporary work visas, all of that's included. This is a really interesting number to me. I think a lot of people out there might not have a good sense for even how to think about this number. But as you said, it's about half of the population increase every year. And the other half is the amount by which births exceed deaths. And this is within a population of 325 million. So it's about a quarter of a percent. How do you think about that number in the context of things? Well, you can look at it in a lot of ways. Let's let's look at it in a few ways. Uh, First of all, 50% of the population growth is immigrants. It's significant. It's substantial if you think about this country and its growth in population. Uh, If you just say, hey, look, 2 million is a small number compared to 325 million, then it's a different kind of interest. Although I will point out that when I worked at Procter & Gamble back in the late 70s, there were closer to 200 million people in the United States. So net over the last 40 years... We actually have added in this country uh, about 130 million people. How did we get there? Some on births, some on immigration. And today, half the increase is coming from immigration. Just to put that number in perspective, we did some research. One million is less than Maine. Maine's about 1.3 million. And it's about twice Wyoming. 
which is about 579,000. I mean, you're talking about entire states here. So even though it might be a small fraction, it's a pretty big number we're talking about. Well, you're an adjectives guy. Exactly. I'm a numbers guy. (laughs) The number is what it is. You can look at Wyoming and make it sound like a big number. I can look at uh, uh, L.A. County. L.A. County is about 10 million people. Then you have a different number that you look at. We could look at the population of the state of Texas, the whole country. Adjectives are imprecise, Todd. One million people. And that does compare. It's to Wyoming's. Whether that's a big or small number, you decide. Exactly. And that is a great point. I'm I'm glad you're putting me in my place on that one because it's rightly so because there are a lot of adjectives out there especially on this topic. This is one of the most divisive issues out there in the country. We're talking about this one million number. How does that compare to the net migration in years past? Yeah, if you take a look over the the last, call it since 1990, uh, net migration has averaged someplace around 900,000 people a year, despite uh, administration changes, Democrats, Republicans, the number of people coming into the country has been relatively uh, relatively consistent, well, coming in minus the people who go out. And by the way, remember, this includes uh, undocumented immigrants. We actually got a chance to ask people on the street. We did one of our Numbers Geek on the Street segments and asked folks how many people they thought immigrated into the U.S. every year. And we want to play those answers for you and get your reaction. Okay. How many immigrants do you think come to the U.S. every year? I have no idea. Maybe like 200,000? 400,000. I just thought about it for a second and that's what I can picture. But no real rhyme or reason. I would probably say 10 million. How many immigrants? I'm going to say 500,000. I I can't. I have no idea. Would it help if I told you there are uh, 325 million people in the U.S.? I don't. I feel like a lot. That's my answer. I'm going to take a stab and say about 20,000. I would say more. Let's say an order of 10 more. So what do you think? What did that tell you from the random people we found on the street? It was kind of fun. I would not have guessed that people would be so much at least in the range. There were people who said several hundreds of thousands, uh, and they were off by a factor of two. I think somebody said multiple millions who were obviously off by a much bigger factor. Uh, So I thought people were a little closer than I guessed they might be. Uh, On the other hand, I had two questions. Were people, any of them, really aware that there were 325 million people in the U.S.? My guess is probably most of them have no sense, even though they were closer on, on immigration. That was one reaction I had. The other reaction I had is, I wonder when people think about this, do they think about the number of new people coming into the country? Is that how they were taking the question? Or just the number of immigrants who are living here now? Could be either of those two thought processes. Absolutely. And so we've been talking about 1 million, the number who come in every year on a net basis half the annual population increase. But that is another important number, the number of people who are actually here as a percentage of the whole population. And your team at USA Facts has that research as well. Right. Government numbers, which is all we we publish at USA Facts, 14% roughly of our population uh, is foreign-born. That's how we think about it. 14% is foreign-born. In about the 60s, 70s, that number got down to as low as 5%. And yet, if you go back further in history, that number was 
again, 13 14%. Uh, right. If I understand correctly, in the late 19th century, essentially when sailboats were replaced with steamships that could get people across the ocean much faster, there was this initial influx of immigrants in starting in the, basically the 1880s. And over time, that has then shifted with U.S. policy. Well, yeah, uh, you can see the whole history of immigration policy and number percentage of foreign born people up on usafacts.org. There's also one other thing, which I'm not, a, again, we don't figure out causality, but we did have some world wars in there. The immigration patterns changed a lot during World War I and World War II. And perhaps partly what we see is there was a slow of immigration after the wars, that may have been part of it. I'm not trying to suggest causality, but there's a lot of things that change. Uh, the th thing that I think is most people, most important for people to understand is this isn't the highest the percentage of foreign-born populations been, and it's not the lowest. One million people means immigrants are adding about 0.3 percent uh, to our population every year. All right, so let's put all of this in context. You've got roughly. 14% of the population, as you said, foreign-born. That's up, as I understand it, from about 11% as of 2000. So it's gone up by about three percentage points over a little bit more than 15 years. Do we have a sense from the numbers as to how many of those 14% are undocumented? The government does make estimates of the number of undocumented. That is an estimate. Government has no way to count uh, undocumented immigrants. Uh, but government estimates, which are official government numbers, are that undocumented, as I said, are about 11.5 million. If there are 14% foreign-born, four percentage points out of that are undocumented immigrants, and then 10% are uh, documented immigrants in the United States. As Steve pointed out, the number of undocumented immigrants is a government estimate. But as we learned on our first Numbers Geek episode, this estimate is often disputed. Just this week, President Trump himself claimed on Twitter that there are at least 25,772,342 illegal aliens in the United States. Here's Margaret Brennan of CBS asking White House Acting Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney about the claim on Face the Nation on January 27th. Where did this number come from? And are you saying that government census data has just missed millions and millions of people over the past few years? Keep in mind, I think you and I have used the 11 million before in previous interviews. I, I think that number was was uh, accurate a couple years ago, and it, we know that it's going up because we know, for example, that uh, that 60,000 uh, new illegals are coming across each month for the last three months. Again, a number that is not made up. That is a real number. So we know the number has to be larger than 11 million. I've seen ranges as high, as high I think, of, of 30 or 40 million. I'm not exactly sure where the president got that number this morning. The Washington Post pointed out that the 25 million number cited by the president appeared to come from a report by One America News Network, although the nature and source of that number wasn't entirely clear in that original report. For the record, the official government estimate as of 2015, the latest number available, was about 12 million undocumented immigrants in the country, or about 4% of the population. So now we have a general sense, at least, for immigration in the context of the U.S. population. Next up, the implications for the economy. Welcome back to Numbers Geek. I'm GeekWire editor Todd Bishop. 
Let's rejoin our conversation about the numbers behind immigration with our resident numbers geek, Steve Ballmer, the former Microsoft CEO and the founder of our podcast partner, USA Facts. Next up, immigration and economic growth as measured by gross domestic product or GDP. GDP growth in the country has been running 2-3%. We had a big uh, uh, cheerleading recently when the number hit 4%. But immigrants are an interesting piece. Interesting is an adjective. But they're an interesting piece to population growth, which, which drives GDP. GDP, the gross domestic product. How does immigration play into that? Well, let's talk about GDP first. It's a measure of the country's output. How does it grow? It grows in a few different ways. It grows by increases in the number of people who work. Some of that's going to come from immigration, and some of that's because people more want to work or there's more jobs available. Some of it comes from inflation, and some of it comes from increases in productivity. So you have three factors that drives the economic output of the country, uh, one of which is uh, number, number of people and the degree to which they actually work, participate in the labor force. All right. So now we're getting into some of the hot button issues because the impact of immigrants, both documented and undocumented, is a huge topic, particularly when it comes to the impact on jobs. From the numbers, do we have a sense for how immigrants impact jobs and the economy in a broader sense? What we do know is the rate of employment compared to the number of people eligible to work, the rate of employment for uh, immigrants uh, is higher than the rate of employment for uh, people who are born in the United States. That we do know. My understanding of the numbers is that about 63% of people who are foreign-born who are here are in jobs, and that compares to about 59% of people who are native-born. Right, and it just says, uh, for whatever set of reasons, Again, I can give my idle speculation. You can give yours. It is the fact. The numbers don't lie on this. When you see rhetoric that sort of speaks to the idea that immigrants are less likely to be employed, that's just not true. What should we think about that? I'm, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around what that means because you would assume that someone who is not native to the country would have a harder time getting employment in some cases. I'll throw a couple things at you grounded in some, some data. It's a big deal to come to a foreign country. It is a big deal. Do you go to a foreign country and just randomly show up and say, I don't want to work? Or do you have adventuresome people coming from other countries? Again, there's no, on this, there is no numbers. This is my speculation. As the son of an immigrant, my dad moved here after World War II. Uh, it was a big deal. You go in and you don't know anybody or you barely know anybody, you don't have employment, you come here because you want an opportunity. That is a very typical thing. If you have family members, you have a place to get grounded to start looking for work. What we do know is that immigrants who come here by and large have lower paying jobs than people who were born in this country, and that is an interesting fact. It means people are coming here, they're willing to work, they're willing to dig in uh, and take these jobs for whatever set of reasons. We know that Americans are having fewer children. Could there come a time when the overall net population increase from births is actually a net decrease because there's more deaths than births? And, and if that happens, what role does immigration play in GDP if that's one driver of the output? 
Yeah, we, we know population can shrink. There are countries in the world where the population is shrinking because the birth rate has declined as much as it has. One of the big problems you get in that case then is the percentage of people who are not working because they are seniors compared to the percentage of people working that number declines, and so you have fewer workers who have to pay, if you will, for social benefits for more people. That's not the case here yet in the United States, but our birth rate has definitely come down. Therefore, the percentage of people who are coming from outside the country and helping us grow the output of this country, it's more and more important uh, as we see birth rate down and immigration uh, hanging in. So on the one hand, you have immigrants coming in and people concerned about immigrants taking away jobs from people who are born here. And on the other hand, it sounds like immigrants could be a key part of economic growth in the future. How should people think about this? Because it's, it can be confusing. It is what it is. <laughs> and people can be confused. Partly what we're trying to do is surface the issue for people to think about it. Uh, if we want to continue to have a vibrant workforce, uh, growing workforce, immigration has a role to play. Uh, and yet I know people worry about crowding out people who live here. And I think that'll vary a lot depending upon what the total job opportunities are that are created by that GDP. So we know that about 1 million people migrate into the U.S. every year on a net basis. We know that about 14% of the population is foreign-born. Do you think those facts are being reflected in the current debate? Do, do you think people have a real grasp of the numbers on this particular issue? No, I don't. I think, I think the whole discussion here is somewhat clouded. Uh, and I don't even particularly want to say clouded on which side. You just don't see the numbers. There's two ways to be concerned about immigration. Are you concerned that total immigration is too high? Are you concerned that undocumented immigration is too high? Very different issues, in my opinion. Are you concerned that immigration is too low? People should know the numbers. Immigration is here. It's a real part of the growth of this country. It's been part of the way this country has evolved. We've always had a reasonably large, whether it's 5% or 14%, foreign-born population. It's been a fundamental part of America, obviously going back uh, to the founding and really understanding the debate today and looking at the numbers, who's coming in, who's coming out, why are they coming in, why are they going out, that really should help us find common ground in terms of resolving some of the issues in front of us, which frankly wind up sort of sounding like kabuki theater to me. Heck, we can't have any. Heck, we can have a lot. And people aren't really considering why people come, under what legal structure do people come, and then in that context, talk in a reasonable way about policy. Steve Ballmer, thank you very much. Thanks, Todd. For more about immigration, check out our special bonus episode about the numbers at the border, published on December 14th, 2018. You can find that episode in your podcast feed or at geekwire.com slash numbersgeek, where we'll also link to the data that we discussed on this episode. See usafacts.org for interactive graphics, charts, and data about the numbers behind immigration. Numbers Geek is produced by GeekWire in partnership with Steve Ballmer and USA Facts. Numbers Geek graphic design by Killer Infographics. Claire McGrain contributed reporting and production for this episode, including our Numbers Geek on the Street interviews. Theme music by Daniel L.K. Caldwell. For more Numbers Geek episodes and videos, plus charts and citations for the numbers we discussed on this show, go to geekwire.com slash numbersgeek. Thanks for listening. 
I'm GeekWire editor Todd Bishop. We'll be back soon with another episode of Numbers Geek. Numbers Geek.